Hey tryhards, Ethan here. Before we get into the show today, I want to talk to you guys about Patreon. Patreon is a donation service, a monthly subscription service where you donate money to me to support the show, to support uh, the growth of it, whether that means merchandise or more podcasts or other things of that nature. And I would really appreciate if you guys would be willing and able to give just a little bit of whatever extra money you may have. Because while the show will always be free for everyone to listen, um, the way to make it isn't. And I'm in college, and things are expensive. So I'd appreciate any little amount that you're able to give. So thank you for donating, and thank you even more for listening. Hello, my name is Ethan Hewlin. Like you, I live in a world that never stops moving. Also like you, I have stories. These are my stories. The true stories of a tryhard. Welcome back to True Stories of a Tryhard. I'm Ethan Hewlin, and this week, once again, it's just me. But this time, I'm coming to you with one of the most recent experiences in my memory, which is my high school experience. I went to high school in a pretty well-off area, and as I've mentioned before, we were one of the more diverse schools in our districts, which meant there were a lot of tensions, to say the least, or at least in my perception, there were a lot. Fights were almost a daily occurrence, and people would film them, put them on their social medias, and I would have, and I would rewatch it almost every day because high schoolers are bored, and what else are they gonna do? Freshman year was a it was a weird time for me. I still had distinct groups of friends. I had my friends from my Boy Scout troop, I had my friends from church, I had my friends from school, and there wasn't a lot of overlap. But by that time, there was more overlap than there had been previously, which in some ways was a good thing. But it also greatly reduced the amount of friends that I had. And it was during high school that I decided that I was going to try and put myself out of my comfort zone and try to make friends with people that I may not have at first wanted to make friends with. This yielded mixed results because on one hand, that is where I met one of my best friends was through that experiment with myself and the other, um, let's just say it didn't work out as well as I thought it would. In the freshman year, I had my, my first girlfriend and my first kiss. I took, took my first girlfriend to homecoming, which is where the kiss happened. That was weird and awkward, but that's usually how it goes, at least from what I've heard. Now, I can't bring up 
freshman year without talking about a couple of things. The first being the friends that I did make because of that little experiment. I widened my friend group pretty drastically that year. A lot of my friends were band kids, even though I myself was never one of them. I don't have a musical bone in my body, I can't carry a tune in a bucket, and I can't play any instruments. But all the people that were in my closer circle definitely could. In fact, we had a group chat of all of us where there was probably 20 people in that whole friend group, which in retrospect is probably a lot more than there should be. I think it's about four times as many as there needs to be considering the amount of closer friends I have now. Because eventually things got toxic, and I'll get to that later. And what happened was I was invited to be part of their group costume for Halloween because the um, high school radio station, KSMS, put on a costume contest every year and we had the biggest one, and we were all dressed up as Star Wars characters, and I was Emperor Palpatine, and it was pretty cool. And that led to a lot of fun times with those people. Though occasionally, I did feel like the odd man out. And I'll get to that later, too. So with my new friends, we were out and ready to conquer the hallways, and hormones of high school. That was ingenious. I can't believe I just came up with that. Anyway, the hallways and hormones of high school. It is that year, my freshman year, that I joined the school track team. Track was a no-cut sport, so I figured I would be okay at it. I was somewhat athletic. I had been for most of my life. And I figured that that would be another place where I could try and break out of my comfort zone. So, with some of my friends that I had made earlier that year, I decided to be a pole vaulter. Now, looking at me, you would not think he is the ideal pole vaulting body type. I'm more stocky than a lot of them are. I'm a bit shorter than a lot of them are. Like, tall, lanky gymnast is the ideal pole vault body type, and that's not me. But I decided to give it a go anyway. And that year I didn't make it at all. I didn't make it over the bar in pole vaulting ever my freshman year. But that didn't stop me. In fact, my sophomore year, I did make it over the bar. And the head track coach, Coach Wanamaker, who was my biology teacher um, freshman year, he ran up and hugged me because he was there to see it. He knew how hard that I'd been working to achieve it. Just like last episode, I'm going to shout out a specific teacher because this teacher also helped me realize some things about myself. But this was more academic in nature. Mr. Tim Williams, my high school honors English teacher. Mr. Williams had a reputation, and he definitely lived up to it. He was one of the hardest teachers in the school, but everybody that had him, in hindsight, liked that they were in his class. And I understand why. Because 
his curriculum was hard. His tests were hard. His homework was hard. But it taught me how to study. And for that, I can't thank him enough. Because up until that point, I never really had to. School had always been easy for me, and I was comfortable just coasting along on what I had done before and earning good grades. Because that is the life of someone with academic burnout. AKA yours truly. What ended up happening was that he and I got along pretty well because we had a very similar sense of humor. And in fact, my class ended up making a document that we would have open in class to take down whatever he said that was funny that day. And the document ended up being over five pages long by the end of the year with over 500 quotes of his on it. And we printed it out, bound it, and gave it to him as an end-of-the-year present from our graduating class, which to this day is still one of the favorite memories I have from that, from that year. My sophomore year was a bit of a crossroads for me. And what I mean by that is going into high school, I had this plan, this great big grand plan for myself. I thought that I was going to be an engineer. You heard me, an engineer. I thought I was going to take up the reins of STEM and dominate that field because that is what duty calls for. Sophomore year changed all that when I took a little class called Principles of Engineering. In Principles of Engineering, I got to experiment with a bunch of different types of work that the engineers of, in the workforce would be doing. And what happened was that I hated it. Most of it. The one thing that I really connected with from all of that was the software engineer. And at the same time, I was taking a class about various programming languages. And that was the perfect storm, to use a repeated analogy, for me to change course. I decided not to continue with any more of my engineering um, classes, and instead decided to focus primarily on the programming. I had my first AP class that year, AP European History which is one of my least favorite classes I ever took in high school to this day. The main reason being, once again, I had never come up against something like that before. A class where I actually had to, to try and to put in the work, which at first I wasn't a huge fan of. I thought I could just get by with doing what I'd been doing for several years at that point, which was do the homework, go in, expecting that you're going to do well, and you will. It was in that class that I got my first F on a test, and it hurt a lot. It was a big strike to my ego, because I thought I was hot stuff, you know, walking in with all of my academic prowess that I had been showered praise on from teachers and parents and 
other people around me, and that knocked me down, as many events in my life have, saying, Ethan, you don't know everything, which is something that I have continued to struggle with, because my three least favorite words in the entire world to say are, I don't know, because when I was younger, I was the smart kid. And when you're the smart kid, you're expected to have all the answers. And when you don't, you feel like a failure. Which is, coincidentally, what happened. Every single time. I didn't have the answers. In fact, I had several mental breakdowns when this happened. Because it didn't just happen once. I thought it was a fluke in the system. I thought that... Because that's the way I've always done things, it'll work its way out eventually. And it just didn't work. I had to go back to the drawing board. I had to reassess the way I approached things. The way I approached my opinion of myself, my opinion of other people, the way I perceived how school was supposed to be. And I came out a better person because of it. During my first two years of high school, I learned that you don't have all the answers every time. And when you don't, it is okay to ask for help. And that's something that I think, as someone who is male-identifying, that we need to learn, is that it's okay to admit when you don't know something. It's okay to ask other people to help you because chances are they're willing to help you. You just have to tell them that you need their help. Thank you again, listeners, for tuning in this week to True Stories of a Dry Heart. You can find me on Instagram at ethan.t.hewlin. You can find me on Twitter at etphonehome. The O's are zeros and the E's are threes. You can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at truestoriespod. The best way to get the word out about podcasts is via word of mouth and social media. So please, please, please share this with your friends, share it on your social media. And if you post it in some way and tag me, you will get featured on the official podcast accounts. And please feel free to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I would very much appreciate it. I'll be back with more stories next week. So until then, this is Ethan Hewlin, signing off.